Welcome back to the basement, basement dwellers. Welcome back to what we do in the basement. I'm your host and DM, Kevin Rambran, joined as always by Thomas Tolls. Hi. Hi. <laughs> what are you? Hi. I'm, hi, Thomas. I'm what? hiding behind my mom's dress. I'm shy around strangers. <laughs> I'm a toddler. It is weird that your mom is there with you. Uh, no, it isn't. I'm I'm too young to be out alone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Uh, I'm here with Luke Cecil. Hi, folks. I play uh, Frank the Bloodpath Abomination tonight. Uh, we we leveled up last time. And, we did level up. And Frank has the power to animate big shit now. Yeah. So, like, he doesn't need to have the biggest dick anymore. He can just... Anime thing that does. Wait, what? Say that again. Back that up. (laughs) He doesn't need to have the biggest dick anymore. He previously needed to have that. Now it's And also, like, what do you mean? Like, anymore? Like, moving on. There was a time when he was given a note by an underworld demon that listed, you need to have a big dick to bring back the dead. Three spices, and also your dick needs to be this long. Grobitus. I'm sorry, I'm here with Jesse Bergen. Hello, I play Old McGinty, a pastry chef. Who's willing and bagel? Ooh, very good. You just ate a bagel. I did. That's all I thought of it. <laughs> and I'm here with Natasha Durand. Riel Nilo. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very, really tired, folks. I'm sorry. Anyway, here we go. <clears throat> you got a friend in me. <laughs> you got a friend in me. <laughs> When the road looks rough ahead and you're miles and miles from a nice warm bed, you just remember what your old pal said. Dragon, you got a friend in me. Amazing Randy Newman impression. Really good accent work. That was great. I don't even know what to say. Um, Don't say anything. Can we stop? Can we stop? Can we end the episode? Oh, man. Folks. Uh, we should have a Toy Story 3 style episode where, like, Rael gives all the carcasses of various fiends to a child. Like, I don't need these anymore. I'm going to college, but maybe you want. The dead imp is handed over to. This, like, bag of teeth that I have. You're going to really. <laughs> Says Rael with the R backwards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On the boot. <laughs> There's a spider in my boot. Um, There's a loaf in my boot. <laughs> yeah, that works better than what I did. Uh, nice punch up, Luke. Thank you. <laughs> I prefer to punch down. Uh, anyway, folks, uh, let's kick things off with a little bit of a recap. So, last session, our adventurers followed Kynan up the treacherous path to Helmover. The group found themselves outside a small arrangement of dwellings that seemed deserted and damaged. 
As they surveyed the damage, a dart flew out at a noose, and Rael was suddenly blinded. Frank ran forward, offering himself as a sacrifice, and the rest of the group began to lay down their weapons. Rael called out in Draconic, getting a response from the attacker, who revealed themselves from behind a small pile of rocks. A severely injured deep gnome named Durgit fell to the ground in front of the group and explained that he and his deep gnome companions had stumbled upon the horde of the great sapphire dragon Azuranmar some time ago. Azuranmar was fierce but struck a deal with the gnomes to protect them as long as they maintained and protected his horde. They organized it and created mazes and traps and he took care of them. Durgit said Azuranmar would have bouts of madness that would sometimes come and go, but recently he had a particularly vicious turn and attacked Durgit and his friends. Durgit was the only one spared, having only lost his firstborn son, or rather lost the opportunity to kill his firstborn son. As a noose sparked, uh, spanked some health into the distressed deep gnome, uh, Durgit explained that something must be wrong with Azuranmar that he must require assistance, and that he could lead the group to the center of the horde where the great dragon resides. The party found themselves inside the center of the horde where a massive sculpture had been melted together of the armor and weapons of loth soldiers. The sculpture resembled a spider-shaped loth symbol cracked in half. The group looked around at Azuranmar's horde of many weapons and armors, and across, straight ahead, behind the statue, were the two massive eyes of Azuranmar. After apprehending a sneaky McGinty, the Sapphire Dragon had a tense discussion with Rael, revealing her betrayal to him. His mind clearly not in its right state, the party used diplomacy, divinity, and maybe a little distraction to determine that the dragon's psionic powers were drawn from the black ice caves of the Underdark, specifically the Frigus crystals which had been mined by Cyrus' forces for Eudrum's experiments. The shortage of crystals had been causing his erratic behavior, and so the humongous beast demanded Frank's Frigus crystal. Frank considered it and turned over the crystal to the dragon, who blasted it with electric energy and suddenly sprouted a massive crystalline Frigus tree through the cracked Loth statue. And that's where we are now. So, this Frigus tree has just exploded up through this uh, entire sculpture here. And this massive dragon sort of looks a lot more um, limber now, moving with a lot more... Um, Grace, and uh, you can see the pupils in his eyes have sort of focused now, a little less erratic and dilated. Um, things feel uh, a lot different. Um, Frank, please roll me a perception check, please. Oh, boy. Seven? Seventeen. Seventeen. <laughs> Buried the lead there, Frank. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I edited this, but folks, when Luke said seven, he got up and walked out of the room and then came back in and said teen. It was really weird. Uh, he was dressed like a teen. <laughs> the sequel so, to this uh, show is 16. <laughs> uh, Frank, when, uh, when Mar blasted his electronic and psionic energy at the Fregas, for a moment, you caught a faint whiff of this incredible scent. A s <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> the scent is a smoky sweet mix like uh, star anise and hickory. It's unlike any spice you've ever smelled before. Oh. He's smel smelling the box right now. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's unlike any spice you've ever smelled or tasted. Um, the spot on the ground where the Frigus had been placed before uh, being blasted is still smoldering around the trunk of this crystalline tree. Um, and you can tell that the Frigus crystal with the 17 that you presented to Azuranmar, uh, which sprouted the tree, you can now see other remnants of the crystal tree have been broken down into like 
fine dust, like a texture that is peppered throughout the base of this tree, the scent echoing out from this powder as you get closer to it. Oh, oh boy. Uh, Azuri, uh, can I have some of this dust powder, please? You want some of the dust powder? Uh-huh. From the Vrigas. Yeah. I do. By all means. Oh. I need the crystals, not the dust. Take what you can from the base there. All the dust I can. And Francis starts, like, scooping everything there is. <laughs> let, let, let that be a lesson to, I think, mostly McGinty. You, you good for someone, good things happen to you. It seems really pointed to, to aim that at me. No, I think we all agree you're the one that needed to hear that. <laughs> McGinty's like shifting through gold looking for weapons. What was that? <laughs> um, you see Azuranmore sort of shifts. He quickly like his tail like sort of pushes you away uh, um, from, from like his horde stuff and mm. sort of centers you again around. He says, Friends of Blinker. Kind helpers, I thank you. Blinker, what brings you here? She, she kind of sheepishly steps forward and is like, I'll be honest, you probably already know, I hesitated to come here because I didn't know how you would receive me. I am ashamed that I felt that way, but I am glad they came, and that we could help you in some way. Um, my friends and I are fleeing. Wolf, once again, I am fleeing. Wolf, once again. I hope they don't find or follow us this way. If there's any way that we could cover my scent, I will do it. I don't want you to be bombarded like you were once before, and she gestures towards the statue. <laughs> um, we're making our way to Helmover. <laughs> Helmover. Well, yes. You've come the right way to Helmover then, Blinker. I see your friends want to poke around a little. And you see he indicates towards McGinty. I'm just admiring your horde. There's <laughs> nothing untoward going on here. McGinty! <laughs> it's this nice stuff. Can a man admire another person's? It is nice stuff. Thank you. It is nice stuff. So Frank gets the smelly dust, and Rael kind of gets closure. And I guess there's nothing in that big hoard for me. <laughs> All you see around you is mine. Right. I would say <laughs> even was... this cool-looking dagger. McGinty holds up a crazy-looking dagger with, like, an eyeball coming yeah, out of it. Yeah, um, <laughs> And you see he, like, si telekinetically like, picks it up out of your hand. It, like, rises you up to the center. Oh, my like, God. No, not hand. again. <laughs> yeah. Just let go, McGinty. Let go. <laughs> I want this dagger. <laughs> um, and uh, he says, um, I would say that all of this was taken with blood, but I rarely leave such a mess. Those who dare challenge me have failed i have conquered the greatest each item here is part of me and a part of my legacy it is not with ease that i part with anything yeah no i totally respect that uh, you know i'm gonna retract my question and uh, but oh yes there's a but 
have a noose, there's a butt! Such a gift. A new life. I will repay this. And you see a Zuranmar breathes a bunch of lightning into a pile of weapons to, uh, to just off to the side. And, and you can see the breath is charged with this psionic energy that's also echoing out from his head. And from the ground of weapons and armor, um, it sort of begins to assemble into the form of, uh, and, and, and the psionic energy almost takes on like a humanoid form. And then that humanoid form morphs into a somewhat formidable looking dragonborn soldier. Um, and it sort of assembles from this armor and this ethereal stuff. This figure takes a fighting stance, okay. and the Zoranmar says, <laughs> I wonder which of you is the strongest, the most formidable. I must know. I mean, in Launch terms your strongest <laughs> attack at my sprite here, um, Zuri. And you see when he says that, the Dragonborn sort of looks up confused and then tries to be confident and sort of restarts itself. Azuranmar continues, I will gift you something from this horde to whichever one of you deals the most damage to Zuri. Everybody, please roll initiative. Okay. Uh, I like this. Sexy little 14 for a noose. Uh, a hot little 11 for Frank. <laughs> I need a minute. Go with me. Uh, a completely normal, unsexualized... <laughs> Natural 20 for a 28 You're initiative. not going to sexualize a natural 20 when, with <laughs> Listen, listen. That's hot as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Try to keep it together, Tom. <laughs> Almost is sweating and dabbing his forehead with a <laughs> handkerchief. Yeah. Uh, and Ray only got a 12. Ray only got a 12, sure. We get to Europe first. Okay, so as soon as Azurumar says... Whoever launches their strongest attack, McGinty lets go of the dagger, does a somersault, pulls out his crossbow as he's falling, and is going to shoot a sure. uh, crossbow bolt um, with a poisoned arrow. We're going all in on this. Okay. Sure. At this guy. Sounds good. Um, and with that natural 2028, would you say that he's surprised? Uh, yeah, I'll give you your benefits of your your hell. Yeah, yeah. You came out of the air as well. Um, and, yeah, that is and, a and, pretty cool. And it's Nineteen. Like, yeah, you rolled a net twenty. Like so. Wait. Okay, Kevin. I actually have a question. Sorry. Um, maybe I can't do this because it's not my turn. But could I theoretically use my protection skills to reduce the damage that my friends do to this guy? <laughs> I think you have to be within a certain amount of feet. Yeah. I mean, I would say that. Um, if you can get yourself, like, if on your turn you can get right. yourself into a place where that's true, yeah, sure. How far away? I'm going to say this me? guy uh, is probably. We'll just say <clears throat> he's 20 feet from everyone. Um, uh, like, like you know, he's just a. You guys are in a nearly similar place, so he's 20 feet from everyone. He was not right beside you, folks. Okay. Um, uh, so, uh, <clears throat> if you wanted to do that, you would probably have to be near them, unless they're spe- unless it's like a reaction spell or something. But um, yeah, I'm yeah. not close enough so, right now. Yeah. With advantage, I still didn't roll amazing. I rolled a 17 to hit. A 17 to hit. Uh, yeah. Give me just two seconds here. Uh, I, I assume that they're like standing still to be hit, right? Yeah. It's it's it's. Uh, I just the roll. Sorry, the roll to hit is just to see if you crit or you crit uh, fail. It is so, a crit because so, because uh, he is surprised and I hit on my first attack. Okay, so this is going to be a crit with sneak attack. Sure. Yeah. So you oh. just you're rolling your attacks to see only if you crit fail. This guy's not actually uh, like his There's armor no doesn't AC matter. to hit. There's no AC. It's only it's only Wait, so far okay. as it like, impacts the. Um, 
All right. Yeah. I'm just trying to see how much damage, how much HP we can take off. Hell yeah. Okay. So this is going to be 2d8 plus 6d6. Wow. Oh okay. God. I don't stand yeah. a chance. Sneak attack crits are, are amazing. Yeah. McGinty just rolled super well on his thing, too, to go first before everybody. And, uh, like, yeah. I'm rolling pretty bad, though. Uh, not amazing. 23 points of damage. Wow. Not a very good crit. That's not so great. Yeah, I yeah. rolled a bunch of ones on my d6s. Okay. So 23 points of damage. It is a poisoned arrow. Sure, sure. And you so, rolled your poison damage on that, including Well, that? you, how we were doing the poison arrows, weren't you going to roll something? This is Felina's oh, poison. this is Felina's poison. Yeah. Right. The poison um, for Felina. Okay. Felina's poison. Felina's poison. That's right. I think it was like start of their turn. They take poison damage. Is that right? Uh, let me just take a look here. The poison creature. Oh, it was. Oh, right. I gotta you, roll. Don't you roll something? I gotta roll a d6. Yeah. yeah. Come on. And you got a six. Uh, so <laughs> twenty-three. So twenty-nine points of damage total. Uh, this d6 creates an effect. The, oh, uh, shoot. Felina's poison creates effects, not necessarily damage. Right. This one is the poison creature's charmed and gains dark vision. So, uh, no. so it helped it. <laughs> I guess. I guess, yeah. it, but I charmed it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So then McGinty's gonna say, um, "Run away!" <laughs> I hope that he goes next and he's charmed. <laughs> Hide! <laughs> okay, Hide from just, them! Let me just pull up the charm. They want to take your stuff. Yeah, the charm thing—he, you don't influence him. He just can't attack you. Yes, McGinty's uh, gonna say all this anyways. Uh, Run, yeah, hide! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're coming for your horde. Um, and you have—I'm your friend, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you see Zuri, like, uh, you shot him with this arrow, and he's like in quite a lot of pain. Like, it, it manifests more like really than you all expect. Like, it, this creature sees like, ah, oh, and, like, I was just arrow. born. Ah! <laughs> yeah, like, oh, oh, and like pulls the arrow out. Um, uh, and uh, Anus, you're up next. Oh, baby. Anus is gonna lean in and, or move over to this ethereal being and, and be like, listen, uh, ignore all these other people. It's just you and me here, okay? And as a bonus action, we'll cast ah. Sanctuary on this ethereal soldier, um, which protects ah. it from attackers unless they roll a wisdom save. And then when he gets in close and trustworthy, he's going to uh, attack with his poison sting blade. Okay, so it gives him it gives him protection. What does it do again? Sorry. Uh, I gotta look up the exact language. Basically, it, other people have to roll a wisdom save to attack him. Oh um, wow, that's pretty good. That's pretty smart. Um, okay, so you didn't hurt I'll him at get all. The exact. Well, I'm going to in a second. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, any creature who targets it with an attack or spell must first make a wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, they must choose a new target or lose the attack. Um, Sounds but it doesn't. Does that include from, you right now? You're attacking uh, me, right? That is true. After your spell, <laughs> yeah. I'll cast it after my attack. <laughs> I don't think say, you said that. Listen, I don't, just, I don't think you said that, my friend. I think I said. <laughs> Fine. I'm gonna roll a No, 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 no. You're all right. You're right. You're no, all no, right. no. Let's be fucking jerks. Let's make me <laughs> okay. do it. I'm gonna win because my wisdom is pretty good. Um, I need to beat a 13, and I got a seven, so I do not attack. <laughs> I honor my mistaken speech, and Anus's turn ends there. Amazing. You see. You see. <laughs> um, uh, Anus, give me a uh, give me a performance check. 
funny though. Uh, my performance check is a sixteen. Sixteen. So when you when you um, go to attack and then you miss, um, uh, Zuri thinks you're trying to like hug him after you've cast Sanctuary, and he just like gives you a big hug, and he's like, oh, yeah. "Thank you, <laughs> oh man." You're welcome. <laughs> this is always what I wanted to happen. <laughs> you're my best friend, dude. <laughs> Rail, you're up. Okay, sorry. Um, so it, we don't have to beat a certain AC. It's just whether pass or fail. Yes, you roll your AC attacks just in case there's a crit fail. If there's a crit fail, your attack won't land that. Okay, okay, okay. So it's basically AC two. And then if and if you crit, then yeah, yeah. If you crit, then it's great. Yeah, okay. essentially it's an AC. Here's two. the deal, okay, though. So Number one, you gotta beat the wisdom save to make the attack. That's a DC 13. Yes. Number two, I'm gonna protect him with my shield. So you get a disadvantage on attack rolls. And there's other stuff that I can do also to protect him. It doesn't take us much to turn on each other, hey? It's I like. Should, I don't know what I was fucking thinking. Did Azurinmar imply okay, that we anyway. have like several rounds of combat, or is this like one attack each? Uh, he didn't specify. Okay. Um, anyway, I, 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 I'll, as the DM, let you know uh, that this is probably going to last two rounds. Okay. Um, so you're saying Frank can spend a whole turn doing true strike. Oh, God, I knew it. <laughs> he so could if he, he wanted. Can. So it was a DC 13. I rolled a DC 13. A DC 13? Yeah. Uh, okay, for so, the wisdom save. Uh, so you, you would pass the wisdom save. Boom. Beats it, beats it. You're going to have right. to do that for every attack, oh, though. I can't tell uh, if sorry, it cash. is every attack. It just says on a failed save, you have to choose a new target. I assume just once. Like, doing it every time seems kind of uh, uh, annoying. But Let's look up the, the wording, though. I mean, it's tedious, but <laughs> it I, says, I feel like that's up to Until the spell ends, targets... any, any creature who yeah. targets the warded creature with an attack or spell must first make a wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, the creature must choose a new target or lose the attack or spell. Um, but it doesn't say. Sounds like it's every time. Okay, great. Well, it's, it's every time they make an they make an attack, right? I think for the sake of interest, we are going to not not. I'm going to uh, wave it after the first attack. I think if you're first, if you can, yeah. if you can break break a nuisance sanctuary to to hit it once, then you're good for that turn. Yeah, I think so it's sort of turn. like one long action in a way. I think sense. actually the I think actually, and if this spell were to manifest in a different uh, way. I would probably like if you if we were using this in combat with a regular in a regular combat I might not allow that but the, like I might actually let it work every time but this mm. time uh, I, I'm going to say just per turn multi attack is one action but two attacks as such if something triggers on an action it triggers it once but if it keys off attacks like sanctuary it triggers twice so so that's rules is written I'll let you written. say I what you want to do I'm gonna hand for this mini game I'm gonna hand wave that dang it <laughs> yeah. Then why use abilities at all if they're gonna be different? I'm gonna let you decide. <laughs> I decided. Damn you! <laughs> <laughs> I don't like being. Yes. Yeah. Listen, I didn't say I was gonna like your decision. <laughs> no, clearly. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Immediately tell me I was wrong. <laughs> so hits mm -hmm. all four times. Uh, beautiful. Cool. I'm so mad. <laughs> You had a very good, good. Uh, attack, McGinty. You just didn't land as much damage. <laughs> yeah, weird how I had to follow the rules for my attack. You <laughs> forced me to not attack at all because I accidentally. Well, don't worry, sanctuary. you'll get to attack him again this at the guy, top of the next rules round. Rules is written. Yeah. I know. Wait, did we roll with disadvantage on those attack rolls? Because of your shield. Because of my shield. No. I, let's just hand wave that too. Why don't we? 
But it's not it's not the damage you're rolling. It's the attack yeah. rolls. So I mean, you, you just have to not get four ones. Yeah. So you just oh. have to roll just roll a d20. It's, it's the four actual times. attack rolls. And if, yeah. and we'll just and see if, how many if none of them are ones, you're okay. fine. Yeah. 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 Or if any of them are twenties, it will change them to a crit. Oh no, it wouldn't. No, it would be a disadvantage. No, you're good. They all same damage. Yeah. There you go. 36? Uh, 32. I like 32. visually a noose, like just raising his shield up to prevent you and just go around it and just keep hitting his friend. <laughs> okay, 32 now, rail. Now, Tash, was that a, like a particularly good attack or are you always going to be doing that much? Uh, that was uh, Dread Ambusher, so that's only the first attack against an opponent. So, so after like that, it'll only good. be, it'll so be only, only three attacks after that. So far, Tash is in the lead with 32. Um, Fuck! I have, there's like a contingency plan, but I feel like if I it's such a humongous risk. But if that <laughs> if I think that's gonna be the highest attack, I should definitely do it. I'm just gonna do it for fun. Anus uses aura of the guardian and absorbs all of that damage himself. So he, he like prostrates himself as like. Insane. I am the one you want, and all of that violence just like flies at him, does not hurt the creature at all. Yeah, Rael, in your mind, you are attacking this thing viciously, but in reality, you two see that she's just going at a noose because he threw himself yeah, in the I way. Yeah, I started just like, I will honor you, Zuranmar, yeah. and be like, what the fuck is that? God damn it, a noose! So he takes 32 points of to, damage? To visually, yeah, I'm going to take 32 damage. Uh, visually, um,. Like, it's not a physical move. Like, I don't dive in front of him like a, a bodyguard. I, like, spiritually absorb it. So there's almost like No, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The I'm stupid. I'm, like, I'm stabbing. And then, yeah, like, yeah. 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 I just I notice that you're the one who's like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> wow, this is very erotic. <laughs> just imagine, like, a paper doll, a noose sort of slides in front of Zuri. And then you're, like, slashing that up. And, like, a voodoo doll, I'm getting affected. And, Frank, you're up. Frank looks at the spirit dragon. Yeah, Zuri. Closes his eyes down a bit, a little bit of a wink. Points at him and goes, I'm going to hit you next turn. <laughs> and that's oh. it for the round. <laughs> the challenge is over. Like the opposite of him. That's different. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, you said two, it's two rounds, right? Yeah, it's Great. Two yeah, rounds, that, yeah. Otherwise. Yeah. Um, back to the top of the initiative order. McGinty, you're back. <sighs> right, so I get one attack, yeah, meaning Sanctuary is much better sucks. against me. Um, okay, well, I'm going to just shoot a, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm not going to use my last poison arrow on this. <laughs> McGinty, you would know from the, you're going to get your poison arrows back. Oh, um, great. Yeah. Then I'm absolutely going to use one. Okay, I'm going to, I should have done this first turn. I always forget. I am going to uh, bonus action Hexblade Curse him. Oh, of course. You have that. I forgot. Uh, yeah. yeah, which doesn't do a ton. I basically get bonus damage to rolls, and I can crit on a 19. Right. Those are the main ones. Um, my allies are within five feet, so I will get sneak attack if I hit, but I have to make a wisdom saving yeah, I mean, throw first. Like literally right in front of him. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Within 30 Although I don't inches. know if he's my ally in this moment. <laughs> That's true. It's for your own good, I promise. Uh, I failed the wisdom save, so it doesn't matter. So <laughs> I can't attack. That's my turn. You can attack someone else if you want to attack me. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, it's all good. Anus, go ahead. Okay. Anus is like really badly hurt from what he just did. He's like blood gushing so you, out of his yeah. 
forehead. And Zuri, and Zuri you ear. see he's holding you and, and holding you. He's like, my he's dear still, friend. Still oh, hugging you Zuri. So, oh, thank you so much. I, I love you so much. I took like almost half of your HP, didn't I? Yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm <laughs> mortally wounded. <laughs> and I'm not afraid yeah. to use it again. So the flesh we'll dripping from Anusa's back. Um, yeah. Okay, so yeah, Anusa's going to risk risk keeping sanctuary active um and <laughs> really? try to beat it himself again oh my god <laughs> and he beats it so he is okay. going to uh mid embrace say um something he heard mother say a lot i'm hurting you for your own good and then he's gonna swing his sting blade mm. um which is not a fail um so I'm gonna use divine smite. Is it a fiend or undead or is it not? Uh, no. Okay. So I mean, there's fairly low chance I'm gonna beat a 23, even so. But let me. Oh, mm -hmm. that I do. Um. Okay, that's 10. 17. Ooh. Okay, 21. And then uh, yeah. I'm using my poison. He can make a con saving roll, which is a DC 13. He crit on the con saving roll. Okay, um, so he just gets half damage and no poison. So that first okay. one is 24. Okay. I'll roll my second attack. That is not a fail. Um, I'm going to use my sting blade again. Yeah, why not? I'll use it again. So that is... That is 42 damage from a noose. Ooh, holy shit. Total? On Both top attacks? of the 24 yes. or including? Uh, okay. total. Total. Okay. Uh, it's not weak to radiant damage. Okay. <clears throat> 42. Wow. Okay. Uh, that's a lot of damage. Rail, you're up. Well, you've done. How much did you last time? No, but a noose took all of it. You did zero. Oh shoot, that's right. Yeah, otherwise that would mean no freaking problem. Just God, I hate that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, I watch out so for badly him. regret putting you guys in competition with one another. It's not. It's, it's clearly it doesn't do well. <laughs> yeah. Wait, could we all um, have got a cool weapon? I didn't realize. I thought it was just. One I mean, of us. you don't know what's going to happen oh, at the no. end of this, but you guys I, are all. Yeah. But so okay, that aura thing that you did to take all that, like that was a one-time thing, right? Oh no. It was a one-off thing. Oh, I can do that <laughs> what's as it, often what's as it, I want. What's it called? Dead. What's it called, oh, Thomas? It's called Aura of the Guardian. Jesus, I did not realize it. Just a big meat shield now, huh? Yeah, awesome. Okay. I didn't really mean to gamify this entirely in Anusa's advantage. Oh, this is going to be the entire episode. It's <laughs> my fault. I take full responsibility for trying to make it shitty for everyone else. <laughs> hey, Frank's still doing fine. Frank did exactly what he wanted to Honestly, do. if I take you out, I'm not going to feel bad. Okay, yeah, so no, she's going to cast... Rail's going to cast uh, Hunter's Mark yeah. for a bonus action. Mm -hmm. Um, and then she's gonna make a wisdom saving throw. See if she passes. Oh, that's brutal. Uh, yes. She misses, so she's gonna attack a noose. Oh Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yes. 
freaking full-on party kill. You guys are so easily turned. It's for a weapon, and you guys are let's kill each other over it. The smell it. of the Frigus is making us, like, battle crazy. Uh, oh, why can't I think of that? Uh, attack. Uh, so, first one is 17, and the second one... Math, 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 math. Yeah, 15. 15. You know I got a so, 20 AC, baby. Yeah, his AC is ridiculous. It's tough to hit a noose. So you, yeah. Is that your turn? Yeah, I guess the it's The easiest way to hit turn. me is to attack this creature, because then I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> you really want to hurt me. Okay, Frank, you're up. Is this what you wanted? Are you happy now? <laughs> you see the dragon is licking his lips and <laughs> enjoying this so much. He's like... <laughs> I thought, I thought we were f your, f your friends. You are. This is how you treat your best friends? Conflict and battle. Mm. <laughs> well, I'm not playing your sick game no more. Okay. I'm not going to attack my, my, my new friend. Okay. That, that was the trick, right? So it, it was a puzzle. Not, you're not going to do any damage? <laughs> you, didn't you said you were going to hurt him is the thing. Well, then I, I saw what it was doing to everyone. <sighs> It was a trick. You were testing us to see if we were honorable. We're not. <laughs> so wait, are you honorable or not? I don't understand. Okay. Are you not attacking him? No. Frank puts down, Coward. uh, what'd you call me? Coward. Oh no, 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 no. It's <laughs> gonna attack the dragon? Hey, so easily. <laughs> Your Frank's Frank competitive nature comes in. Yeah, toxic yeah. competition, yeah. You got a lot of life, big guy. <laughs> Oh my god. Do Frank, do not. Do not. This I mean, is, go nuts. This is not, this is, we're not turning against our, each other. This it looks Yuri, like we are. Zuri, Listen. whatever his name is, it's not, he's not real. I this is a, a test. He's testing us. Okay. And, uh, hey, okay. I have a proposal. I'm the only one without a cool weapon. Uh, Rail has a cat's gr uh, grace blade. Dagger. Uh, dagger thing. Uh, a noose you has a sting blade. Uh, and, and Frank has this crazy bone knife. Nope. I it, don't. I just have a weird sheath. My bone I knife, don't have a cool weapon. My bone knife Literally. blew up immediately. Wait, you what? like the bone what? knife of servitude? What? Oh, it was a random thing. I tripped and it fell and it blew up. That's what happened. That actually does sound reasonable. Frank, that does you sound gotta like be more Frank careful when you're walking. You see, his remark looks real sad. <laughs> uh, look, I just was paying attention. I don't want to talk about I it. I've been looking for that. Frank, I want to see... True strike. I'm just curious. It's so rarely that you actually get to do it. All right, fine, fine. Uh, Frank goes up. Uh, I have to do a wisdom save for like aggressive attacks if they're violent, right? That's the rule. Any attack I, or it's... harmful spell. Yeah. Harmful spell. I like that wording. Frank uh, goes up real, real close. Breathing close. Oh, God. Busts out his old friend. I put it. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it is. Going through his pockets. I put it somewhere. Let's, uh, oh, here we go. Uh, Frank busts out the wild eye oh, and just like sake. pokes no, it right on the old, resetting the the old day. peepers. Damn it. Wild eye fucking table God. has to come up again. It's you okay, guys we doing... can't do that twice. Not, so... It's not harmful. Chaos in this fucking episode. I've done nothing yet. You uh, pitted us against each other. Yeah. And you DM. offered a potential prize. That was enough. You yeah. knew how fragile our relationships were. 
Yes. Okay, Frank, you put the wild eye up to this person's <laughs> 94. eye. 94. 94. Gen- Gengar in Pokemon numbers. Gengar in Pokemon numbers? Is yep. that what you said? That's wow. right. It blips away to the ethereal plane for one minute, so it just drips and just vanishes out of existence. Well, Azur, see, I did so much damage, it just disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing left, no trace, no evidence. <laughs> He's like, and uh, you see that uh, just for fun, can we say that Anus tried to use the Guardian on this and also get sucked into the ethereal <laughs> tank? How many reactions do you have, Anus? That takes oh, a full reaction. I don't know. I was just, I was just trying no. to have fun. Uh, I'm not going to say that, no. So, yeah, you see Zuri just vanishes out of existence, and you see Zuri must like, Frank, mm. what'd you do? Holy Holy mother of pearl. Frank does a bit of like a like a like a flex with his old man arms. Yeah. And um, you see <laughs> Azur and Mars like, well done. Well done. You and he sort of telekinetically Anus lifts you into the air. Oh, and he's oh like, wow. I'm so yeah. covered in blood and like <laughs> one of my fingers is missing. A true warrior. And you! And he picks up you, McGinty, and floats you into the air. No, no, not a third time. Please, God, put me down. Another warrior. And then he picks up both you, uh, uh, Rael, and Frank, and picks you both up and says, No damage dealt at all, eh? I beg to differ. Owie. <laughs> a noose, Azur and Mar, picks you up, says, The champion of the contest floats you over telekinetically on top of, uh, on top of a, a large pile of stuff and then pulls out... <laughs> This robe, and uh, as you as you sort of uh, slide your way down the weapons and things like that back down to the ground, he the robe wraps itself around you and then picks you Whee. up. And, and, and <laughs> like all the weapons are like stabbing my wounds from Rail's attacks. <laughs> Ow. Oh, yeah, exactly. God. Oh. Uh, Dragging robe. him across a field of blades. <laughs> uh, the robe of scintillating colors is what you've been granted. With this robe has three charges. It regains one d three expended charges daily at dawn. While you wear it, you can use an action and expend one charge to cause the garment to display a shifting pattern of dazzling hues until the end of your next turn. It's absolutely scintillating. McGinty, he picks you up. No, uh, please, just put me down. <laughs> God, please. And then um, <laughs> plucks out. Um, at first, it, he, he rumbles up this like incredible looking dagger. It like is like black and the sheath is like... Or there's no sheet. The handle, sorry, is like got this like incredible uh, silver skull on it, and then he's like, "Oh no, no, not that!" Drops oh, it. Oh wait, wait, no, hold on. <laughs> Pulls up this other thing here, and it's uh, uh, pulls out another robe of scintillating colors. <laughs> yeah, yeah, here you go. Um, no, he pulls up uh, a set of pipes, um, like a pipes, a set of pipes you can play. Oh, and great, um, great, yeah. great. Thank, thank you. Um, <laughs> yes, uh, and he has given you um, the pipe of the sewers. These pipes have three charges. <laughs> yep. Okay. If you, if you play the pipes as an action, you can use a bonus action to expend one to three charges, calling forth one swarm of rats with each expended charge. Provided that enough rats are within half a mile of you to be called in the fashion as determined by me. Okay, well. Uh, wow, what a steal, McGinty. The pipes, the pipes are like just, engraved with tiny little rats all throughout. Just call me the pie piper, I guess. You're a baker, more like the piper of pies. Yes, that's that joke I was trying to do. <laughs> uh, well, uh, you know, I love Spice vermin. Steak. I love having them in my store. I love just being around vermin. I love it. Super sanitary. 
Thank you, oh great one. I am forever in your debt. And he's like reaching for the other, the dagger still. Frank and Rael, he brings the two of you to the center of the room and says, I wouldn't leave people who helped me so well, so empty handed. Worry not. And um, Frank goes in for a high five with Rael. <laughs> she does not reciprocate. <laughs> This is Frank's uh, burden. That's fair. Um, Rael, uh, you are uh, from from the uh, from the horde. You see a blue sapphire gem is plucked out of the horde and then uh, is telekinetically presented in front of you. What floats in front of you? Just a blue sapphire. She looks at it, is fighting her hardest to hold back tears. It's like, my friend, I've failed you twice. I don't deserve any of this. Let me prove myself to you, actually, before you reward me. Blinker. You have grown, so you may not see it. You are not the young drow that left these caves. Allies of this sort, combatants of this sort, I saw what you did to your friend out there. (laughs) 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 I understand (laughs) that perhaps you may not know which person to target all the time with your aggression, as I recall. As he says that, Frank's hand is still in the air, waiting for that high five. (laughs) But when you channel that anger, there is no warrior stronger. Please, I would be honored. And you see, he telekinetically um, lifts your uh, your necklace, your um, that has his scale, um, out of your like uh, like just above your head, and then uh, the sapphire like is sort of like he's trying to like connect them and sort of like implying that he will like meld them together. Yeah, and as he does this, um, you're presented with a blue sapphire. Um, the blue sapphire is an elemental gem. And um, this blue sapphire contains a moat of elemental energy. Um, when you use the ac- an action to break the gem, an air elemental is summoned as if you would cast the spell Conjure Elemental, and uh, the gem's magic is lost. It very sheepishly looking at the ground. Just thank you, my friend. And uh, Azuran Mar uh, looks to you, <laughs> Frank. It says, You didn't attack. No. Nope. Even. You seem to enjoy misplacing things. Um, <laughs> let me see. <laughs> and then uh, he like, he has, in his head, he's like moving back and forth and then all of a sudden he pulls out this like, from from this horde, you just see like a little black square full, like like of cloth just floats up and then um, flops itself down on the ground in front of you. Frank. I'll take it. Sure. Um, Frank, you've just been gifted a portable hole. This oh, fine black nice, cloth, soft. Nice. Do you know what the portable hold does, Frank? No. Nope. Yeah, uh, you can create. So it's a it's a soft uh, black cloth, soft as silk, folded up in the dimensions of a, a handkerchief. It unfolds into a circular sheet six feet in diameter. You can use an action to unfold a portable hole and place it on or against a solid surface. Whereupon the portable hole creates an extra dimensional hole ten feet deep. Placing a portable hole inside of an extra-dimensional space created by a, say, bag of holding um, or similar item instantly destroys both items and opens a gate to the astral plane. Uh, (laughs) The gate originates where the one item was placed inside the other. Any creature within 10 feet of the gate is sucked through it and deposited in a random location on the astral plane. The gate then closes. It's a one-way only and can't be reopened. 
Um, Why would he tell us that and not want us to open the astral plane? <laughs> yeah, clearly we're gonna use that. Gonna that is in the item. That, that is in the item description. Uh, you, want, you, want us, you want us to know for a reason? <laughs> I, I didn't. I just sent you all the information because I knew you would read it. Um, Frank, here you go. Um, It'll be like our last boss fight. Yep. Yes. Uh, <laughs> there we go. And uh, and he says, um, "You all helped me so, and so you seek passage to Helmover." And you see he begins thinking and sort of um, slowly moving around. And then um, as that happens, uh, Kynan uh, takes you aside, Rael. I don't want to leave you alone again. And I won't if you want me to stay with you. Loth wants your head more than a great many things under this world. And she's very, very good at getting what she wants. And as her army grows, I fear the surface of Alonis won't be quite enough to keep her from you. I might be able to do something if I stay down here. You said you wanted to talk to me this morning. I still haven't forgiven you for leaving, but after seeing Izzuron Mar again, I now understand maybe why you did it. I betrayed Izzuron Mar for what I thought was in his best interest, to help him fight back, to save himself. Whereas it may not have been the right choice, it was the best choice that you could have made to leave me. And I understand that. I'm still mad. And I'm especially still mad about a noose. Okay. But we'll get there. God damn it, a noose. We're having a Sidles moment. Up again. He says, give us a minute, lad. Give us a minute. Yeah, he walks yeah, away farther. I just was checking if you guys wanted anything. I'm sorry. It's okay. We're good. Thank you. Um, I, come. Please come. Well, here's the thing. I feel like I might be able to sway Azura Ma's favor a little bit. See... If he can assist us in the rebellion. The Underdark is no place for a dragon of his size, I know. But perhaps he can provide us with support or outfit the forces with all of these weapons. And you see uh, Azurmar kind of snorts a little at that idea. But he's, <laughs> he's like, that is if you're okay with me leaving you. I don't want you to feel like I'm abandoning you again. But I think I might be able to do something for you down here. Look at these friends. You can take care of yourselves. You don't need my help anymore. And look at him. And she, he points at a noose who's just off, just like in total, like bleeding everywhere. He's like, he's taking all that damage and he's still fine. Not not gonna help you out with it anymore. It's more than just what you can do for me and for my friends, kind of, that I'd want you around. But if you think you can do more help, you do what you gotta do. We'll meet up later. Right. Promise. Right. And you see he gives you a hug. Then she slowly returns the hug. Mm -hmm. Uh, Uh, You turn back. You see uh, the ethereal dragonborn pop back into existence. But he jumps on his back with a knife. He's like, I can do more damage. 
I can get myself something better. You're ready to die. Uh, are you ready? Yeah, it's been a minute since the things pop back. Oh, you see Zuri freaking out. Like, the wild-eyed Tom also appears and knocks out McGinty by like falling. <laughs> oh. 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 Yeah. Um, you oh, see sorry. I, he looks around. The armor Sorry, just collapses. Off awkwardly. Yeah, the armor the armor collapses. The dragon <laughs> dissipates, and McGinty's just standing there holding like this helm from a dragon dragonborn. It's like a regular helm, but you're holding it. Oh, oh. Well, shall we? <laughs> um, you see, Kynan uh, turns towards uh, Azurinmar and says, "If you want revenge on Loth, you're not alone. Perhaps you can aid the rebellion. Perhaps you can help us take it down." There are people out there who want to... And then you see, um, as he's talking, Azuramar floats him up into the air. And then uh, uh, he's like, oh, right, talking in the head, then talking in the head. Okay. And you see they start to have a conversation, psionically communicating to each other. Um, and uh, uh, Azuramar also says to you, For the past 200 years, I've protected Helmover from all kinds of attacks. From the capital city, mainly, Fort Hightower. Rael, you would remember some of the geopolitics that had been explained to you during your time training with Azuran Mar. Mm -hmm. He may have gotten a young Rael to practice an ambush or two on some soldiers from the capital city of Rengard, which is the neighboring country to Danatar. You would remember that city, though, at the time being called Fort Wentworth. Mm. Blinker. I have heard thoughts that Wentworth's attacks were so... Measly and weak because King Wentworth was appeasing some political affiliations, but Highflower has certainly sent some fun my way. However, in my previous state, I may have caused some damage to Helmover. The mayor has denounced me and my protection. Perhaps they will crumble and fall, like all those who denounce me. But, perhaps if you seek refuge, Helmover is a place for a brief stay. I anticipate that Highflower and his forces will make quick work of the town now. And as Azurin Mar says this, his, his tail uh, shifts and slides a massive uh, mountain of weapons and armor to the side, revealing a tunnel with just a little bit of outside light and air pushing through. And Kynan is sort of sat back down on the ground. Um, looks like they've come to some sort of agreement. And um, he says to you, Rael, um, I need to talk to you about one more thing before you go, before we say goodbye. And he comes towards you. And uh, and he says this to the group, to all of you. Um, he says, we all know that Loth's been after you for a long time. There are whispers of something more that I need to look into, but I know that you saw a horrible sight. There's been some talk amongst the Rebellion regarding your mad. What about my mad? Well, there's whispers that there never was a body found after Loth did what she did. I know you saw your father go. I saw his body. I've yet to recover anything from your man. You say she's, she might still be alive? I don't know. Rayon, this could all be nothing. You know how people talk down there, but... 
there is maybe something. You go find her. Do what I can. Yeah. Um. And uh, before you go, just know that I really am proud of you. And I'll miss you. And you see he turns he turns to walk away. I love you, Kynan. I'll see you again. And she stops, turns, nods at you. And as you make your way towards the Helm Over Passage and Kynan makes his way back down towards the Underdark, that's where we'll end our session. Thank you so much for tuning in, folks. You can follow us on social media pages at WWDITB and chat about the show using hashtag WWDITB. If you want to get some merch, you can check that out at WWDITB.BigCartel. That's B-I-G-C-A-R-T-E-L.com. And once again, I've been Kevin Rambran, your DM here with Natasha Durant. Is somebody cutting onions in here? I don't know what's going on. Real Nilo, <laughs> bye. Uh, Jesse Bergen. These rat pipes got to be worth what? 100, 200 gold? Which says a lot. Frank can solve any puzzle a dragon throws at him like he did today. 100% flawless <laughs> solving. Thomas Stoles. Thomas, you got a quote for us, bud? I do. We all dream a lot. Some are lucky, some are not. But if you think it, want it, dream it, then it's real. You are what you feel. That's from Anus and the amazing scintillating dream robe. (laughs) We'll see you next time in the basement. We're doing wind for some reason. Outside now. Because it was like like red, like it was like a silent moment. It was just like, ooh, it was like this is too perfect. (laughs) (laughs) 